Hello, MG Squad, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Alan, typically talked typically tagged as Dark Knight, trademark pending, you know how it goes. And I'm the host for the podcast. Hopefully everyone is staying staying aside and staying safe. Lord knows I am. Today we have um partial squad here. So everybody say hi. Hey there. Hi. Hello. Cool, cool. Uh today's topic of discussion. As you know, MG is dedicated to increasing diversity and inclusion in the games industry, but not just in the games industry, also in anime... um, Cosplay nerd culture, basically. Basically. Well, nerds at the end of the day. In addition to all that we do to make this happen, we we will also be conducting a series of interviews with various people of colour in the games games, anime and nerd culture industry to highlight and promote all that the work they do. In layman terms, basically talking to an individual who personifies the value of melanin gamers. Today we have Arthel, if I'm saying that right, who, along with his yes. brother <laughs> Darnell, founded the art Shitaro. My Japanese is. Uh, yeah, so that's actually difficult. So that's Stagio. Stagio. Thank you. Well, Stagio. <laughs> Stagio. Stagio. My um, Japanese is pause my English. <laughs> which seeks to revolutionize Japanese anime industry by introducing westernized elements of art and storytelling to the Japanese standard of animation. The word shachio is a play on words in both English and Japanese to reflect our com- or to reflect the commitment towards building a strong foundation centered on other artists and clients. Nice. So shachio gadajin is translated as the foundation is important which is the original you know i'm gonna let you explain it because my japanese okay um firstly annabelle will be the one conducting the interview because she i've told her that she needs to um she needs to um, get into more anime. So what perfect opportunity is this then to interview someone who's actually working on anime? Okay. And yes, uh, Jessica. Uh, mm, hello, sorry, yeah. Okay, yeah, and just like, just to kind of really quickly, our, our slogan that we always say, so Stagic Adaiji, yes, like you were, as you were saying, um, it's, it, it just stands for um, the foundation is important, and um, that's something that we, we try to uh, and you know push into all of our work and, and kind of get our staff every time we get new staff and all of our um, even the clients that we're working with to, to really understand that everything is just building. So even right now, kind of like what Melanie Files is doing too, trying to you know get people to see that. There's more. There's just more inclusion in in this space in the art world and the creative space. Um, you know, it just takes building a bridge and building a base of that, and we're just kind of stacking everything on top of it. That's that's kind of what our our uh, slogan means. Um, but yes, I'll take your questions, please. Sure thing. That is an amazing thing and actually leads me on to my first question, which is, um, we need an origin, okay, 
an origin story, how you're able to create something that's so amazing, even the fact that you're talking about the foundation and how it's very important. How did this all come about when you thought of doing this whole studio? It seems, well, we've read, we've of course we've read up on it, but um, you wanted to work with the director of The Ghost in the Shell and that sort of triggered this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, um, so when I was a kid, of course, like my brother and I, we both, uh, really loved animation and just art, or not animation, like just art in general. But for me, like how did I get just onto this path out here? Um, trying to get this, this as concise as possible. I watched uh, Ghost in the Shell and when I was in high school, and I kind of, I really like kind of fell in love with Ghost in the Shell, but for different reasons. Of, sorry about that, my son just It's all good. Um, it's on my lap in an arrow. But um, so when when I watched Ghost in the Shell, kind of different than what other like artists in just kind of in the, in the anime industry and things like that, like you know they fall in love with the characters and things. I I actually didn't like, and so I don't really have a lot of favorite anime characters. But what I did fall in love with at that time was the, the world that was presented in the animation, mm-hmm. the backgrounds, and that that really left like a major impression on me. And I ended up watching a lot of anime that was all created by Ogre-san. And Hiromasa Ogre-san, he's the art director of Ghost in the Shell. I watched like Ninja Scroll and I watched Jinro and I watched um, uh, um, Gangs of Olamayas and I watched all these um, Last Exile. And like, it was something about his artwork that I would, I don't know, it just really drew me. And I was like, oh man, I want to work for this guy in Japan. And that that's the, that's it. Like when I set my mind to something, that's like all I can kind of do. And so I, you know, made my way out to Japan, art school here. And yeah, then the first job I got in the industry was working for um, Ogre Design. That's insane. That's really cool. Incredible. And amazing that you were able to just set your mind to doing something and you were able to achieve it. It's, it's just mind blowing, you know, like you moved to Japan. So you're American, um, born and raised. Was it a culture yes. shock for you um, moving to Japan and actually learning Japanese too, which is amazing, by the way, and kudos to you for learning. Hey, um, you know, so that, that's like the, the, yeah, I don't know, that's the crazy thing. Like, I think since, and perhaps all of us, like we all have these different experiences when we were kids. So when I was younger, you know, we, we kind of moved around a lot and um, I moved around a lot, a lot. <laughs> so because we moved around so much, and like I was in and out of different and then we, and then we um, that got me used to just not being grounded to one area and just really being able to just adapt to any place. So, and then, like, you know, I was born on the East Coast, but then my, uh, the college that I went to was in the West Coast of California. So, San Francisco is totally different than my home, Patterson, New Jersey. I always give a shout out to Patterson. Um, Jersey love. But uh, I, you know, so it's, even though it's in the same country, like the culture is so different, like from California and Brazil. But when I moved to Japan, I actually didn't really have culture shock. Although I didn't really know anything, like I knew a little bit about the culture, but you can only know about so much, like when you live in another country and you just go there. Mm-hmm. Then I, I just kind of came out here and I wasn't focused on like the differences of the culture because just be, maybe it's my personality but i was really only focused on what i needed to learn and do 
And so I was like, okay, I got to learn some Japanese now and I need to get into this art school and just practice every day so that I can get into this, you know, to the company that I want to work for. So that was actually all I paid attention to. Like during my lunch breaks, I would be drawing, um, painting and, you know, school and after school, I'll be drawing and painting. And, and you know, I still had a f some friends and things and I would practice my Japanese and, it was, I think, because I was doing what I wanted to do, which was draw and paint while I was out here and study art and stuff prior to working, I think I, um, that helped me to kind of not experience that whole culture shock that some people have, I guess. That sounds insane mm. and amazing that you were able to adapt mm. so well. Um, going from somewhere like America to Japan, um, did you, um, and also setting up the actual studio, did you receive any pushback? being um, a foreigner in someone else's country trying to start up this studio, especially um, we know that sometimes in Japan how people, they treat black people is not always, um, it's not always right or good. Like it's, it's recently, especially how they, that was not in, that was in China actually, but in Asia they have oh, yeah, a stereotypical bad way of treating black people. And you were actually able to, you were able to set up a studio and work with a, a huge director. Like, how how did you do it? Just tell us your secrets. secret. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's interesting because I feel like Japan, and maybe it's like Japan is, is kind of special in that way, where they do really have this space for cultures in general. It's like when you get here, you see like there's like Brazilian cultures here. There's you know there's Chinese here. Uh, um, of course, there's there's Africans here from all different places, like from, like from the different countries of Africa. So you have like Ethiopians, you have Indonesia, and they're all here. And like Japanese, like you have uh, Jamaicans out here, and which and then it's like these cultures are like kind of just combined into their like the existing culture. And even like when you just look at their architecture, like how they combine like religions, like Shinto, everything Christianity, with and Western style buildings in it style buildings so when i got here like I, I actually didn't really feel that like they were like oh shoot here's this here's this you know corner or here's this black guy what the heck are you doing in our space especially i mean the first place that i started working with was over at Coco. like my senpai were like super welcoming and like they you know they were just like oh cool they were happy they were, just, they were so happy that i even wanted to come out here you know and they were they were they were like surprised that like this foreigner like their stuff so much that he was willing to come out to japan and like they were they were just like oh, okay you're gonna work as hard as us you know and i think that that might have been too i'm pretty sure your work yeah. i think definitely um would shock anybody like it's amazing that you were able to accomplish so much and that's definitely something that they respect i think anyone respects a really good work ethic yeah. Um, as I understand it, you're the only Black-owned studio in Japan. Um, um, Black-owned anime studio in Japan. Do you ever feel pressure or responsibility when it comes to representation to be like, oh, I'm the first Black-owned, so do I have to do A, B, and C, you know? So that's, that's interesting because like now, so perhaps like, you know, my answer would be, no, I don't feel pressure, but perhaps like that's just because there was no pressure yet, right? <laughs> like so, like so now it's interesting because like, so much is happening, but then with things left to right, and 
where lots of people are starting to become aware of us and things like that. And the black community, I think, is starting to become aware of us and parents are becoming aware of us. Um, I think like with like just black creatives, when we first start off, my my only focus was just trying to just get into this field, right? It wasn't, it didn't actually have anything to do with the color of my skin or anything like, oh, because I'm black, let me draw. It was more just like, I, I want to draw. And that shouldn't have been an inhibitant, but of course we understand that it is, right, in, in certain instances. And so, but you know, when we're, when we're just living as black people, that's not what we're thinking, right? Like, we're just like, oh, let me, let, okay, let me draw, let me do whatever else is this kind of thing. And so this came out here with just the purpose of going to school and drawing and stuff. But now, now that we have a company and you know, people are starting to become aware of who we are and, um, you know, I get lots of messages and people are saying like, oh, we're so proud of you. Are you representing us? And I'm you know, like, now it's starting to dawn on me and like that because like I'm just like oh okay did I do something <laughs> like did I do something special like, I don't know like I just did started coming with talking about that like, so and then so I don't, I don't know like you know guess so I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about that but I do feel mm. I have started to feel a, a more of a responsibility like in not in a sense that it's like okay because I I feel like and I, I don't want our fans to take this the wrong way but I feel like yeah there's fans. And then there's the responsibilities of a creative, right, and of, of mm-hmm. a CEO. And of course, those responsibilities will always come first, right? And then, then my fans, right? And so I have to kind of keep that separate. But at the same time, I also understand that, that and, I, and I know that I want to make our community and our culture proud. And, and I, so, I, so more or less, I would say, I ask that people will kind of un, be understanding of choices that we make and like you know and, and i hope that the things that i do is can be representative and yeah so now i'm, I'm starting to kind of like maybe you know, we all feel it more and more mm. well i'm glad you're not feeling that pressure but you are by being yourself you are a representation like that we do get that thing where it's just like when we go we go somewhere, we, um, sorry, that's scared me. <laughs> uh, uh, we have to be the best because we represent the entire black race. And if we do something wrong, then it's yeah, all that, black people in the world act like this. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's difficult, right? Like that, because that is there. And even when I first came to, so I actually did feel that. And it's interesting you brought that up. And I always wonder, because sometimes I, I ask my work, my staff and my coworkers and other directors and stuff about that occasionally. Like, I'm like, do you guys have this thing? It's weird because I think as black people we do, and I almost feel like that that's something like only black people feel, like or like minorities maybe, right? Like feel because like yeah, it's like we're like diplomats for for everyone. Like it's like like I'm the one black person there, and it's like, but I'm like all of black culture, and it, it's, it's like this. I'm only one person, but the and I kind of get it, like especially when it comes to Japan only black person in, in the anime industry for a, a long time and so everything that i did so when they watch tv like when people watch tv like okay that's how black people are basketball players and rappers and something right but now if you're but you know if you're kind of removed right then but if you're right in front of them we really are like now there is no excuse for like no that's just tv well, no, you just did that, right? So, so like all black people must do that, right? And so I feel like there is this added pressure that man, like I have to be perfect because I want to make sure that 
or and I, like you know, there's no such thing as perfect, but I want to at least be somewhat good, <laughs> somewhat, somewhat, like you know, somewhat so that I'm like you know, so because I want to make sure that at least steps that I'm walking, other other minorities could then step in those same steps, and people won't look at them with like the side eye, right? And I think that's the kind of pressure that we feel like when we do that's things. Good. It's like that side eye. Yeah, we know we know about that side <laughs> eye. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, just because we know we're conscious of time, team, do we have any questions or as well? Um, just one <laughs> quick question. Yes, quick questions. Um, quick question. Um, so I just want to hear a little bit about the projects that you're undertaking as a studio. I know that you've had the chance to work on some stuff from uh, Overlord, a little bit of One Piece, mm -hmm. uh, even saw some JoJo stuff you did. But I'm really excited to hear about some of your key projects, such as Sorry if I get this wrong. Exogenesis, is it? Yeah, wait. So we, so for yeah, we're working on a lot, like helping a lot of studios and things. I think right now we're working on uh, One Piece. We're also working on uh, two feature films, one for in Japan, uh, another other country they can't say yet. Um, and then that's like helping with the studios and network. And for our own stuff, so Exo that was a short, uh, not a short. Yeah, short film that we had did, and with uh, Noir Cesar, and it was more like a pilot pilot film. Mm -hmm. But and then, like recently, we of course we worked on with Sturgill Simpson and, and a whole bunch of other great like animation um, studios to do to, to do the Netflix original Sound and Fury, and now we're uh, working on um, two two uh, one short short film and one um another music another music video for another great artist which can't say the names of those two things Ooh, um, they'll be out short shortly uh, maybe by next month and um yeah so that that's kind of what we have coming up right soon i guess and we'll see what the future holds for that's awesome we have coming. so a lot to look that forward is to amazing yeah it's really good Yeah, so thank you guys for having me. And um, oh, should I should I kind of I'm supposed to say like my media or something like social media yeah, things or say, oh. um, anywhere that uh, listeners can find you? So social media, the website, anything at all you feel that would help people to find you easily. Like yeah, so please like well you can search almost all the, the social media forms like Facebook. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and um, I guess we're most active. We're actually pretty active in all of them, but like, you know, if you go to our Instagram, or you go to uh, Twitter, and then, oh yeah, and YouTube. And if you just type in the art stagio, mm -hmm. um, so our pages will pop up and, and um, you know, have like vlogs that we're doing now, which we kind of just talk about that are happening in the anime industry and, and production-wise and things like that, try to answer people's questions. Yeah, and you can see we're always posting all of our content. When when we get the permission that we can post it, we post it on Instagram and Twitter. So awesome. um, please follow us and thank you everyone for your support and thank you guys for having me. Thank you. you. Thank you so much for being here, really. It's been fantastic getting to talk to you. And uh, I know with the rest of the squad, we're super mm -hmm. excited about the chance we talked about your experiences as well. So mm. thank you yeah. so much for taking the time. It's been amazing speaking to you and your work ethic is amazing. And I think 
as you were saying about being um now that you having the responsibilities of i think just the fact that you are there being the first black owned anime studio is you're doing the most already yeah. like being that, there being the boss yeah being there is it's like <laughs> to attain to like oh that's that's like role model just your work you're just you're able to do so many different things is phenomenal and we really really we're just wearing all of all the things that you're able to do so thanks for taking the time out to speak to us oh wait hold on <laughs> can you please sell this debate for us once and for all subbed or dubbed Oh damn! Yeah, uh, that is a question. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, I don't know, man. I get. I think. I think subs. Subs is always best, right? Oh, but, I know. Know. But, but, but you know, you know. Actually, wait. No, it's. I don't know. So now I know all these voice actors and stuff, and they're gonna be like, "What are you saying?" You know, like so. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I don't want to take away from it, but and so because they do such a great job, and you know, they do. I already, I already know my Instagram. They're gonna be sending me like DMs. What are you? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say they're both equally great. You should do. You should watch them both at the same time. That's a very diplomatic answer. We can definitely it appreciate is. that. But we know your heart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you guys. I am um, to go, but I really appreciate it. And I, I always say in our, on our vlog, like our you know, our, our uh, company slogan is "Stajika Daiji." Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. See you later.